Welcome to the Gunnersville Grassroots Podcast presented by Frog Talks. Today is May the 16th, 2023, and today the Bass Pro Tour kicked off on Gunnersville. So I'm sure many of you, like me, have probably spent a little time with one eye on the screen looking at the live stream and on your phone or whatever versus getting as much work done as we should. Uh, that's okay. I won't tell. So we're going to have Andrew Nordby, who is another local pro uh, that fishes the tackle warehouse invitationals come on to talk with us today i've been trying to get andrew on since back in february and his schedule and my schedule didn't ever work uh trey's still kind of missing he's closer to home he's actually on wheeler practicing for the open we may be able to touch base with him here in the next few days and uh, get him in to talk with us and he may actually be back in the next week there's a chance he might actually be here it's to be determined i'll believe it when i see it but uh, um, he is alive i have talked to him and we may try to get him on here uh, before then if he can't make it. So we're going to see if we can get Mr. Nordby on, let him tell us a little bit about what he thinks is going to happen the next few days in the Bass Pro Tour, what he thinks is going on on Gunnersville, and whatever else he'll share because he spends a lot of time out there. I've got Andrew Nordby on here. Uh, Andrew, as I mentioned before I got him on, is a uh, Tackle Warehouse Invitational Pro. I think that's right. So it's called, Andrew? Now? Yeah, yeah, that's it's what the, they named the, it this year. The original FLW Major League Fishing. But uh, um, is this your first year on that? This is, yep. Okay. I qualified for it this year. That's, that's, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Because you, um, now you you live in the Gunnersville area, uh, but you're yep. not from here. Is that right? Right. I moved here about three and a half years ago from Missouri, Kansas City area. How did how how does a fellow from Kansas City end up on Gunnersville? <laughs> well, uh, I got open the door, but we went, um, uh, my wife and I, she wanted warmer weather and I wanted better bass fishing. And I started working from home remotely before COVID, before a lot of people were doing it and right. freed us up to move and we came. Oh, that's a, that's a, where we fit. Yeah. Right. So, so you got to watch all our families in the same town, St. Joe, Missouri. Really? So, so you still yeah. go, that, that's still home as far as going to visit. That's that's where we go back on the holidays. Okay. Yep. All right. So you moved here for fishing? Yes. Yep, I did. Now, so tell us a little bit about Andrew Nordby, how you got started. For those that for, for those that don't know, more people listen to you than they do me, but for those that don't know, Andrew has a really large YouTube channel with a really good following and some cool videos out there. Um I'm I'm just getting started. Like I told you before, I'm not a huge YouTuber, but it's growing on me. So uh, Thanks, so man. Tell, tell me, tell us a little bit about who you are. And of course you told us how you got here, but just a little bit, how you got started with all that. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just really been fun. I've, I've been chasing professional bass fishing since I was three, really. Um, I got a note from my grandma saying I wanted to be a professional bass fisherman at the age of four. She signed and dated it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's really been a passion that the Lord's put in me at a young age. And I bought my first boat in college. I fished in college. I didn't grow up fishing in a boat, but dad and I grew up fishing all over in John boats and float tubes. We'd take those float tubes and flippers everywhere, uh, fishing for all species. And, and then in college, I really started fishing tournaments and picking up a few sponsors and, and uh, led, I was president of the bass team for a couple of years. And uh, got to fish all over the country and really get my feet into the tournament side of things and learn a lot. Mazingo Lake was the home lake. I went to Northwest Missouri State University and uh, it's in the northwest corner of Missouri. 
but a really good lake and it had milfoil, it had standing timber, rock, uh, you name it, and got to learn all sorts of uh, styles of fishing there. Right. So, you, so grass wasn't totally foreign to you when you moved here. It had milfoil. Yep. Right. It, it was no float eel grass. I learned to punch while I was up there. No eel grass. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, the the uh, the floating the eel grass is the new eel grass. Yeah. It's a <laughs> love hate relationship there. So so how did you got to learn some tricks to navigate through that stuff? Oh no doubt. How how did you how did you how or when did you get started with the with the YouTube thing? Because I mean you've got like a lot of followers. I can't remember. It was fifty plus thousand. I think and you know on, on yeah, YouTube maybe yeah. but. Uh, um, how'd you get started with that? Yeah. Uh, so I started it a year or two after college. I had been fishing the, what were the FLW Costas at the time. Now the Toyota opens, mm-hmm. um, on the major league fishing side, but I'd been doing those for a couple of years and I'd fished against Ben Milliken in a lot of tournaments and he had started a channel about a year before and I took him ice fishing and just really, opened my eyes to it and I, I thought I can do this too. And so I started doing it. I committed to putting out three fishing episodes a week back in uh, January, 2018. So it's, it's been over five years now and, and it's just grown. It's taken a lot of, a lot of work and commitment and grinding to get it done. And uh, you're talking 160 some episodes a year. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But when you're passionate about it, it makes it a lot better. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Now, if this makes you feel any better, and it might, probably doesn't matter. But so I know who Andrew Fishing with Nordby was before I know who the Milliken guy was. I just heard something okay. about him not well, long ago when I looked him up. I went, this dude's huge. I had no idea he even existed. So, yeah. <laughs> he won a turn. He, he won the, something recently. He so, did. He won a Bass Open. Yep. Yeah. It, and he just started doing the Bass Opens. It's his first year. And he. He's been building up to it, and he's he's a really good angler. I fished against him in in college, and uh, he went to Nebraska, and, and we fished local tournaments against each other. And I guess with him not being from you know around here, maybe why I didn't why, why I didn't know about it. But uh, sure, uh, yeah, he moved down to Texas now. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So I re- I just remember hearing seeing something about you know well, the American guy. He's just a YouTuber, and I'm like, <laughs> and then I looked and I went, well, the dude's whacking him, you know. And I mean, he, he was he, a tournament angler before he was a YouTuber, right? Just like me, right? Yep. Right? Uh, yeah, but yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it, and I film. I mean, all my tournaments especially, but when you're putting out 160-some episodes a year or more, you gotta you gotta go fishing a lot more than just tournaments. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it, it. It has turned into a real job, though, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has. It's grown and it, it's a blessing, and and I'm so thankful and grateful for all the people that have subscribed and enjoy watching me, and and now it's it's really taken off. So. Do you ever sleep or do you just spend your time editing videos? <laughs> <laughs> the first four years I edited every single video it takes three to four hours per video. And uh, I was able to hire a video editor named Gentry about a year and a half, two years ago. And I haven't edited, but a handful of videos since. It's ah, been well, that's awesome. great. Makes life a little well. You, you've got yeah. a lot of things going on because we've been talking about you coming on here since February, and I think you've been gone mostly since then. Yeah, yeah, a lot of traveling with the pro circuit. I think I've been home this past week, but before that, I think I spent three nights at home in a whole month. It was nuts. 
Yeah, that's that's uh, well, it, it's, you must have a really really understanding wife. <laughs> yes, she is. She's supportive, and she traveled with me to two of them. But oh, we had cool. Smith Lake for a week, and then we had Eufaula, Oklahoma, for a week, and then Chickamauga for a week, and then like those arcs for a week. And really, it's nine days at a time, not a week. And you've nine done pretty well in a few of those too, didn't you? Thank you, man. I I did cash a check at all four of those. That's right. And, in a row. And and you were you were leading on one of them, Chickamauga. Was yeah. It after a day Ozarks. Or two? Yeah, Ozarks. I, okay. I, after day two, I was second at Chickamauga, and then I was first after uh, day one of those arcs in the the tackle warehouse event. So that was awesome being leading the pro event. That was so cool. What would you have to do? What I can't remember. I can't keep up with it all, and it's changed so much in the last few years. But can you qualify for the Bass Pro Tour your first year on this? Yes. If you if I make the top eight in points. Okay. Okay. And so I'm sitting in 36th, I think, in points out of the 150 group of anglers. And if I I think if I make a top ten at the next two, I'd I'd make it. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's a. It, it just gotta. It, it just gotta keep going. How many more events? Two. Yeah. You said. Uh, there's two more. Yeah. Two more. Potomac River and Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. Have you ever been to either one of those? I've never been to the Potomac. That's going to be, are those going to be smallmouth? Uh, there are smallmouth, but it's a lot of largies. It will be, it it's won't Grassy, grassy okay. river. May have to break out that spinning rod. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, so, so he and I, we're laughing about this. He, he and I were talking before I hit the record button about uh, the, the Bass Pro Tour started today. And I meant to have him on before this started and i totally screwed up the dates that's 100 percent on me and because uh, he goes and i'm good any day early next week and i went well how about tuesday i didn't look i just assumed it started later in the week <laughs> so so you know as we're talking they've just finished up day one yeah uh, day one jacob wall who i know is one of your friends has ab- yep. absolutely hammered them today yeah uh, he did it was awesome he, i got to watch my i put the boat in and and i stayed out there till about noon watching him and a few other guys that's 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 pretty cool and i told you they they actually caught you on on their talking to him for just a minute and said well hey there's andrew nordby (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i didn't know they did that yeah yeah well you wouldn't have heard it because unless you were watching because it was uh jt kenny or one of those guys but that's uh, awesome you know so we kind of know what's going down out there just from what they've done today but do you think do you think that it's gonna be one deep because this is a different deal in my opinion, yes. I, if you would have asked me before today, I would have said yes, probably, but they're not set up like they should be. I agree. And then after today, today they actually got set up, I think, a little better than they've been all year. Uh, today was the, the day uh, where they started getting set up more. Finally uh, now, I wasn't here two weeks ago, but I heard they were set up pretty good when they were pulling a lot of current. But today they pulled more, more current than they have in a whole week. They've been pulling like four to seven thousand gallons, which isn't very much Mm-mm. at all. It's nothing. And today they pulled fifteen thousand. So it, I think it made them a little hungrier. That's still not a ton, but it's more than they have in a whole week. And I think it got them positioned and and feeding a little more than they have been. Yeah, out deep. So they fish again. The same group fishes again tomorrow, and then a different group fishes. Thursday, Friday, is that right? I think a different. I think they alternate. So okay, group, so a different group. group one was today. I think group two is tomorrow, and then they. 
Okay. Okay. Go back I, I, could, I couldn't remember exactly how that went. So conditions can change. I know it's supposed to cool off a little bit. I don't think that's going to hurt. It's the time of year. The days are getting longer still and the fish are on their way to the ledges. They just are. And, yeah. I mean, but, yeah. but man, there's a lot. There are plenty of fish that stay shallow in the grass all year. There are. And there are a million bluegill up there. Uh, they're they're spawning. Yeah, I just got done shell crackers fishing. Yeah, can't ride. Yeah, and you caught some you good did ones too. I ran. I, into that's you. right. That's yeah. right. We ran into each other at Honeycomb, and 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 uh, uh, I had been out that Wednesday before and had run into a bed. That I guess they were just showing up. Now you know, I was looking at them. They were shallow, and and man, it was like an aquarium. There's bass swimming what? through. The the shell yeah. crackers are up there rubbing bellies like all the spawning. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I'm sitting there literally watching this. It was really cool. And, and I saw the same thing everywhere I went, where I found bluegill on bed, there were two to four pounder, ba- two to four pound bass prevalent swimming through, but you couldn't catch them. Yeah. The water's so clear. So clear. But after, did, did you go out at all after this weekend? No, I did not. I it muddied up. All the party boats came out this weekend and all the beds I, I could see when I saw you, it, the water, you could only see half as, half as far. Yeah. So instead of four or five foot clarity, it was about two foot. That might actually make it easier to catch the bass, but uh, yeah, probably. Um, but uh, the the that bite's going to last another week or two, and then you know they're going to move on a little bit to that deeper grass. But I'm going to tell you, I was over in Langston midday today, and uh, got a little cabin over there, and I had to carry some stuff over there. And I walked down on my dock, and it's just a dock, not a boathouse, but between my dock and the neighbor's dock. If there was one, there was 2,000 bluegill hanging out right there. And I, I stood there for three minutes, and I watched a dozen different two- to four-pounders, like you said, swimming around. Wow. They weren't even eating. They were just looking. I even saw some gar coming up doing weird things. Yeah, yeah. Around. the gar were all over, too. Yep, uh, I saw that, too. It, it's crazy. And so. then the carp are spawning, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a, I've had got a trail camera that points at my dock to keep an eye on it, and, and, and I had a dude going by there with a bow. In the middle of the day, he was drawn back, and he could see him pointing his boat, <laughs> shooting at a carp, and, wow. and, which That's there's some awesome. big carp get under that dock. I've, I've, I've seen them. Wow before so <laughs> that's funny so so so, Gun- so gunnersville yeah it's hard to say how much weight do you think it's going to take because they zero them but uh, exactly i think personally i think it is going to be one out deep especially after today i mean jacob wall's fishing out deep I he fished us a lot of the same ledges i do and it was really cool to watch him fish them and, and catch them um and then seeing what you and I saw up on the bluegill beds with all those two to four pounders swimming through you, I think somebody could go and catch, catch them good doing that, but it's going to be hard to crack that 17, 18 pound mark. Cause I didn't see anything over four pounds, Pat. I agree. And and they're hard to catch. Uh, they are. You have to know where they're at and just sit way off and fan cast them. I think. With with and watching those guys online and they're throwing spinning rods in like eight or ten pound line, that make me nervous. That's brim tackle, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I I go at least twelve. <laughs> twelve is light line for me, but now I'm according, yeah. according to some of the folks that the Gunnersville's changing with this clear water, and and I'm a dinosaur. I, I need to break out a spinning rod and some eight pound line. <laughs> it's not getting that clear. It was there for a little bit, it, just in places. Yeah, just just in places. So yeah, so they're gonna zero. They fish each group fishes two days, and then they take the top so many from that. And their final day is going to I mean, like their champion or the Start day that gets scratch. them. Right. Same game. On Sunday. 
Would that be right? Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my daughter's going to be mad with, at me. With the live feed and everything and, and people running by. Pressure's and, changing. Uh, knowing, knowing what's going on. What What was crazy to me, Pat, is I've, I've never really seen it firsthand like this because I've never watched an event from the boat. But Jacob Wall had three for 10 pounds. And then a couple boats ran by and saw him, of course. But the score tracker, within 15 minutes, he had 22 pounds for his best five. Both of those boats showed back up fished right next to Jacob within 15 minutes of him catching those fish. See, I don't like that. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, it's different. It's, it's definitely different. That's part of the, the live reporting. I mean, I mean, these guys know the lake and know the ledges too, but it, it's just, it's different. Oh, look, if you fish regular weekend tournaments on Gunnersville. If you're catching a fish and somebody drives by, they're liable to sit down there with you. That's, now, that's not the way I was I raised, but 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 it happens. I, and, I mean, it, it, it just does. I, I blame that dating way back to when the Alabama rig came out. That's when it became yeah. okay for everybody to sit at each other and throw it at bridges. And, and then it just went everywhere else. And. <laughs> that's, that's 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 my theory yeah. you, you know when that came out it just uh, personal personal respect for those things just just went out the window so yeah um yeah at least got to be courteous and if if somebody's you know in these pro events and and whatnot I'll, if somebody's sitting on a ledge i really want to fish i'll i'll ease up behind them and and kind of get in there quiet and then i'll ask them hey man i I was really hoping to fish these. You care if I, I throw in there or off to the side and then and, and just see what they say. Yeah, sure. That's about as courteous as you can get. Right. But otherwise, if you're not going to do that, just don't even fish it, you know? Right. Can't wait till they're gone. Come back later. Uh, yeah. The, uh, so, so right now, if you were going fishing just for fun. Yeah. What, what are you, what are you going to be fishing with? <laughs> On the deck of my boat, I left my rods out. So I have, Three quarters of them are deep, and one quarter of them are shallow. So I got the wacky rig, the Nico up there shallow, and then I got all my deep stuff on the deck. Right. So I I like fishing deep more than I like fishing shallow. I've been fishing shallow all year, and if if I'm going out there fishing. I'm going out there to catch some deep fish. Yeah, you're ready. It's time. They they they're really late compared to the last they, few. They years. are late. Uh, they they had that tackle warehouse event here last May that Jacob did good in, and they're not out there like they were then. I'm, but he caught them way better than he did last year. It's cracking me up. Right, he just caught the right he just ones. Caught the good ones. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Blessed day for sure. Yeah, I remember so he had to go up shallow and throw a dinger in some you know various places. Some last year, I remember seeing that. But of course, yeah. it was one deep. You know, um, yeah. Uh, Nick Lebrun won it because he he came yeah. on here and talked with me afterwards on it and. Uh, nice. Yeah, he he's a good guy, and uh, he, here. <laughs> I felt bad about this and I didn't know it till after the fact, but I got out fishing on the Wednesday before they started, me and a buddy, and we ran into some fish and started whacking on them pretty good. And it turns out that was where he ended up winning the tournament. I had no idea. Yeah, you know. Uh, really? But yeah, well, on that Wednesday afternoon before, we laid into them pretty good. <laughs> and, wow. And uh, um, that, that was the old, if I remember right. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, out there on the river. Yeah, it sure was. And and what, there was a log out there and that log got relocated. Somebody moved it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> somebody hooked their boat to it and drug it somewhere else though which which is kind of funny so it is but uh, looking at the score tracker right now and after day one nick lebrun who won this time of year 
is in 39th out of 40th with only four fish for 10 pounds. If that tells you how, how much the river's changed. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's every year's different. So what's your take on this? How long you've been here for how long? Three and a half years. Uh, so you haven't really ever known Gunnersville without it. Right. Uh, um, my take on still annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's on for, on for bed fishing season though, because they really get up in it in the holes. Right, and the holes are easy to see when it's when there's a solid carpet, and then there's a white spot in the middle of it. So, yes, yeah. Uh, and I'm not much of a sight fisherman, but uh, but but it, I can see why that's fun. Have you have you had to do much sight fishing on your on tour with with, with where you've been, or were you? Yeah, I've done a little bit. I sh- I probably should have done a little more than I have, but at Lake of the Ozarks and on Chickamauga, I sight fished um, during the tournament and caught some good ones, but. Most, the majority of my good fish, even at those events, were not caught sight fishing. It was, it was uh, a little bit of everything else. So that, that's yeah. nothing, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Little, little, mainly on wood, lay down stumps, brush. I like fishing a little bit deeper if I can get away with it. So I've never done, they have these fantasy fishing team deals and, and I've never done that. And I know it's a thing, but I was looking. Yeah. I was looking at the names of the people in the Bass Pro Tour that know Gunnersville. I could not pick ten of them. There's probably thirty people in there that could win on Gunnersville on any given time. Yeah. Wow. I, I wow. Mean, so, so I'm gonna put you on the spot. Pick ten of them. Tell, tell me. Tell me that. Tell me your top. Tell me who's gonna be fishing on Sunday. Ooh. All right. All right. Um. Well, only being here three and a half years, I don't have the history like you do. Um, didn't Takahiro win it on a spook one year? It's possible. I, I can't. I can't remember that, but uh, uh, it, it, it is possible. I, and I it think, mixes up between bass and the other things, so I don't totally remember. Yeah, yeah. Timmy Orton loves the ledges. Chris Lane lives here. Justin Lucas. Uh, I, I would say J- Jacob don't, Wall. Yeah. Don't forget tomorrow's people either. Yeah. Jacob Wall. I think Justin Lucas, Chris Lane have a good shot uh, just because they all live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Lee both live here. They got a good shot. Um, they're both fishing this event, aren't they? Yeah, they should be. Well, I, yeah, they are. I think they both still be. I know Jordan is. I'm pretty sure Matt is too, they, but they'll be in tomorrow's group because they weren't in today's. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. I'm going to look at tomorrow's group. Group B. Yeah. Um, I, I think. I would like to say both of them would make it. Boyd Duckett lives here. I think he he would make it. Um, the, he is as busy as the guys he is. He finds plenty of time to be out here on the lake. I see him all the time. <laughs> he lives on the lake, so he just comes home, hops in the boat. You know, he's got a boat. Yeah, Mark Rose, Tennessee River legend. I know. Is he I tomorrow? He, he is tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's done real well here before. Going to do good uh, if I had to guess. Jacob Wheeler, Tennessee River legend. Um, oh, I forget about him. How I forgot about him, I do not know, but you're right. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see Randy Howell in it. I think he was fishing up shallow today. For sure, um, he was. Yeah, he he was on the bubble just below the cut line, I think, at the yeah, end of it today. Yeah. Catch a good bag. Um, I'd like to see him in it. Yeah, um, he's a good dude. So. Yeah. Laker Hal and I are workout buddies, and and we travel together in the tackle warehouse events. Ah, roommates, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember y'all went somewhere spot fishing. 
somewhere not that long ago, one of the days we were going to try to get together, you were headed to Georgia or Tennessee or somewhere, catching caught some Mondo spots, I think. But. Catching spots. I put that video out. We we caught some Magnums. Yeah, it was fun. That's pretty fun. So it's it's hard to pick just 10 when you start looking at the list, isn't it? Isn't it? You got so many. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's probably 20 that live here. So, um, or or have lived here. I know Jordan and Matt both moved back to Coleman, but they spent a lot of time here. So yeah, still close. But, uh, um, so let's just pick a weight on Sunday and pretend Sunday's yes. the last day in case we're wrong. It zeros and starts over, right? Yeah, it zeros. All right. So I'm not gonna make you name a name because there's way too many things that can happen between now and then. How much weight's it gonna take on Sunday? That's a one day tournament, basically. Right. Being first cast into the school. The thing about Gunnersville is it gets so much pressure. First cast into that school is going to make or break these guys. Honestly, I think you might pick up a big one later, but you get one, two, or three bites out of a school before they're, they get smart and they won't touch anything for a while. Right, after they get busted up. Yeah. Yep. So as far as naming names, it's going to be tough, but yeah. Um, 20, you think it'll be 25, 26? I don't. They're going to get beat on for five days in a row, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say twenty two twenty two, which, which would be in fourth place today. Yeah, I I don't disagree fourth with you. Fifth. No, I I, I don't say disagree. Twenty two win it. Tuesday fish and today Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday Tuesday fish are a lot better than Saturday and Sunday fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. and then Saturday. That's a lot. So, yeah. Five days of getting their heads pounded in. Um, if if somebody catches twenty two, I think they'll be in contention to win. Right. No, I, I I I would say that twenty two, twenty three. We'll see what happens. It it's going to be fun to watch. I I I said on my little opener before I brought you on here that I'm sure there's some other people than me that got they kind of had one eye on one monitor watching that while they were kind of working on the other screen. You know, yeah, and didn't get yeah, wasn't quite yeah. as productive today as I would have liked to have been. But uh, <laughs> right. uh, so it's probably going to happen. I can't I can't spend as much time watching as I need to. My daughter graduates high school this weekend, and I've got a lot of stuff oh, I got to get done. Oh, thank you, thank you. And uh, uh, we've got awards day on Friday, and then um, she graduates Sunday afternoon. And but we've got a or a recognition thing at church on Sunday morning, and and then a concert Friday night. A wedding, the ring bearer from my wedding is getting married Saturday afternoon. So, wow. yeah, that makes me feel old. I'm not going to lie. But uh, <laughs> um, so I have a cram packed weekend. I'm not going to get to pay a whole lot of attention to those things. Few graduation parties. It, it's uh, not going to get to go fishing until Memorial Day, probably, which is a terrible yeah. time to go fishing. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Uh, but but that's OK. So we're, we're going to get her out of high school and get her headed to college in the fall. And uh, uh, she wants to be a vet. So I've got okay. eight years awesome. of college to look forward to if that works out. Oh wow, I didn't realize it was that long for veterinary. Yeah, four year undergrad, four year. God, I told yeah. her, I told her the first four I'd help with. After that, she might be on her own. So. Yep, you're being a doctor. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what she's always wanted to do. We'll see how it works out. So, wow. Um, well, Andrew, yeah. man, yeah, that's awesome. I I really appreciate you coming on. We're gonna get you back on again. Um, you're not too far away. One day I'm going to get you. No. I mean, you're like 25 minutes from where my office is out here in Owens Crossroads. So one day I'm going to yeah. get you in here with Trey. And because okay. Trey's kind of nuts and it'll be, it, he adds a, <laughs> we fish all the Tuesday nighters against each other. Oh yeah. And Gerald too. And we go at it. It'd be fun. It, it'll, and no start back up by the way, next Tuesday. 
They do. Yeah. We're going to be fishing them week, uh, to, weeks from today. It, uh, um, they and and it's looking like it's going to set up to be a fun little afternoon ledge bite. So, oh, and it's man. always you better. Can't beat that on here. Tuesday afternoon. It is. Yeah, it, it they really, bite yeah. better. <laughs> they normally pull water. Yeah, you know they uh, do. They uh, do. But uh, that 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 should be fun. So I can't thank you enough for coming on, chatting with us a little bit. Uh, Fishing with Nordby yeah, is his YouTube it. channel. If for those of you that don't know, check it out. Um, it it he puts out some pretty good stuff. You really worked on the crappie this this winter. Thank you. And, and yeah, uh, we smashed them. Um, and uh, and I don't. I, as long as I fished this lake, I don't know much about catching crappie. So I've been looking at it a little bit because I'm <laughs> I've kind of gotten mad at him. Live scope has changed crappie fishing. And, and yeah, it has. Um, it also we makes you very frustrated. Forty-two feet. Forty-two here. feet. I found a group in forty-two feet. Yeah, it's called massive crappie are hiding deep in the river. That's the name of the video. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I, I, I've been trying to figure. I don't know why I want to catch them. It's more like because I, I found a group that I think that looked like crappie. I think they were they were set up like crappie. I spent an hour and a half one day trying to catch them. Could not get a bite. Could watch them swim up to it and eat it. Or, or nip, oh, at, wow. nip at it and wouldn't eat it. And yep. I'm like, all right, I'm going to figure yep, it out. Put that thump gel on, Pat. It may be it. I don't know. I haven't tried that. So <laughs> that's good stuff. Makes yep, a difference. Lead it but, it uh, does. Uh, I just, I got frustrated and, and I decided then I was mad at them and come, come, come about February next year, I'm going to figure out how to catch them. So I have to I have to get yeah. my whole deer and duck obsession out of the way before I start fishing again. I, I'm seasonal. I, I kind of change yeah. gears. So, but uh, anyway, Andrew, thank you very much for coming on, talking with us for a little bit. Um, remember, fishing with Norby's where you can find him and uh, follow him on the uh, tackle warehouse deal. He's doing really well. He could end up on the Bass thank Pro you, Tour man. next year. So, good luck to you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Means a lot. Uh, thank you, sir. Have a good day. All right, you too. Mm, I appreciate Andrew coming on, talking with us just a little bit. Uh, I really wanted to do a preview of what to expect. And again, I'm a day late, so we kind of already know what to expect. And and it's it's changing. Um, the guys are catching them. Tomorrow's another day. We'll see what Group B does. Um, as far as tournaments that are coming up the rest of May, there's not a whole lot going on other than your Wildcats. The, the Tuesday afternoon All Reds tournament starts back up. I think it runs from four till dark. It's pretty expensive, 50 bucks or so a boat. And uh, you better bring your A game because you're going to be fishing against the likes of Norby and Jacob Wall and Gerald Swindle and uh, and anybody else who wants to show up. It's open to everybody. Uh, it's a Gunnersville Low Pro on the Facebook page. Uh, they have where they kind of announce it, but uh, it's it is open to anybody, and it starts Tuesday the twenty third. I, I think that's right. Yeah, Tuesday the twenty third. Uh, first part of June, we got the big bass splash. Uh, June 9th through the 11th. And then we had a new one added up here recently. The Sylvania Rams Open Tournament will be June the 17th. Uh, you can find information about all that on the BassinBigG.com website. And until next time, enjoy the floating grass. Mm-hmm.